All right, everybody, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast. Your host, Tommy Tahoe Alemo. Uh, we got some great content today, but before we get there, quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Zappos at Work. E commerce shoe shoppers know of Zappos.com, but many don't know about Zappos's fastest and largest growth engine, their B2B program called Zappos at Work. Zappos at Work is a unique B2B2C program that provides high-quality safety footwear, apparel, and uniform solutions for a range of industries and Fortune 100 companies, including Delta, uh, Chewy, Amazon, and Blue Origin. They're hiring they're hiring sales directors, managers, and BDRs to take them to the next level. Um, you can reach out to Christy Hauser on LinkedIn, or you could see a link in the show notes to this episode to apply. They're growing, they're growing quickly, and they want the best uh, salespeople and leaders out there. So I highly recommend checking out Zappos at Work for that job opportunity. This podcast is also brought to you by the Prospecting Boot Camp put on by the Revenue Lab. That is me and my friend Anthony Natoli. Every six weeks, we are taking 50 SDRs and AEs and early stage founders uh, through a uh, Prospecting Boot Camp. And we show you the real deal. We show you exactly how we do it, how you should manage your time, how you should do account research, how to cold call, how to cold email, use LinkedIn, uh, build a sequence. We got guest speakers. We got panels. We got all of it. Uh, so I recommend you check us out. The next one starts uh, in March, about mid-March. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, you can go to therevenuelab.io, therevenuelab.io, or Hit me up on LinkedIn and I'll, show, I'll send you to the right spot. Let's get to today's content. All right, y'all. If you know me, you know that I have sold about $15 million uh, in SaaS revenue. Now I spend most of my time helping SDRs, AEs, and early stage founders to do the same. And a lot of this comes from an outbound sales motion. So here are the seven top tips that I give to help those folks. So uh, we're going to get straight into it. The first one is in your prospecting, you want to start with the problem that you solve, not the product that you have, right? So every email, every cold call, every LinkedIn message should be focused on one thing. You want to see if this person has the problem that you solve, right? So you're not talking about your features, you're not talking about your benefits, your company, your culture, anything like that. All you want to see is, does this person have the pain point that I'm trying to solve? If they do, great. Let's try to gauge if there's interest to have a conversation. If they don't have the problem that you can solve, they're not a good fit. You shouldn't be wasting your time on them. And no is the second best answer. So yes is the best, but no is the second best answer that you're going to get on a cold call or a cold email. The second thing is that you want to find consistency. So you don't need to spray and pray. You don't need to send emails to thousands of people at once. Uh, the simple rule that I use is five by five. Every week, you find five accounts and you five, find five contacts per account to reach out to each week. So that's 25 new opportunities to book a meeting every single week. Uh, if you are an AE, maybe that number's a little different. If you're an SDR, maybe that number needs to go up a little bit. But most of the sales sequences that I run are, are three to four weeks each. So we're talking about 75 to 100 people at once. So once that stacks up and once that compounds, you're actually getting in a lot of activities every single day. Uh, so if you're selling... If you have a velocity sales, maybe that number goes up. If you're in more strategic and you only have a couple accounts uh, or you're really being targeted on like a top five list or a top 10 list, maybe there's fewer accounts 
and more prospects or you're spending more time researching about those accounts every single week. So use the five by five as a rule of thumb and then you know grow it or subtract it from there. The third tip is uh, to time block, always time block. So find three days per week to prospect uh, and you're actively prospecting. So uh, here's the steps that I do. Number one, put the meeting on your calendar, treat it as the most important meeting that you have that day, as important as meeting with you know, a CEO or your investors or a big customer, because uh, that's the meeting that you have with yourself that's actually going to set you up for success in the long run. So um, you're setting it up 60 to 90 minutes if I'm an AE on those three days, probably the same if I'm a founder. If I'm an SDR, you might need a couple different blocks and you might be doing it four or five days a week where you're calling and emailing and, and actually prospecting. So the first thing, get it on the calendar. The second thing is turn off all distractions when it's time. So I put my phone in do not disturb. I turn off Slack. I turn off email. Uh, I turn off social media. I'm not on you know LinkedIn. I'm actually doing, I'm actually sending the emails or I'm making the calls and I'm letting my mind do that one thing and get into a deep focus mode. Uh, the third thing is when it's time to go, I just go, you know, it's the same as, uh, wanting to work out. I never want to work out, but I'm going to get that in, uh, you know, multiple times per week because I know it's going to help me, uh, in the long run. And the fourth thing, this is the thing that most people don't do is they, you should reward yourself after, after you do a hard thing that you don't want to do, give yourself a reward, uh, go grab a coffee, take a walk, scroll Instagram for five minutes, call a friend, do something that is actually going to fire your neurons in your brain that makes you want to do that thing again. Uh, if you've ever worked, if you ever had a dog or trained a dog, uh, you'll know that you're training them to not pee inside, you're training them to pee outside or to not bark by giving them a treat. It's the same exact thing. You can train your brain to want to do that hard thing or at least have less resistance towards doing that hard thing if you know that there is a reward on the other side. So the fourth tip is to keep your emails short. Uh, I see emails all the time that are five paragraphs, that are 500 words, uh, that are droning on and on, that have a bunch of different marketing uh, links and videos and clips and PDFs. I I promise you, your prospect does not give a shit about any of that. They don't know that you exist. Uh, You're interrupting their day with this email, so keep it short. By the way, most emails are read on a mobile phone, so that's why I say 50 to 75 words I space them out. It should be two scrolls with your thumb on a phone, no more, or else you can pretty much guarantee that you're going to go in the delete box. Again, these are cold emails. So if you know the person uh, or you're working a deal, by all means, uh, you're following up, you can give a lot more context. But if you're trying to get someone's attention, keep the emails short, uh, 50 to 75 words, and do a uh, uh, do a word count on Google uh, on your Google Drive or a Google Doc before you actually send the email and make sure you're within that. The fifth key is diversifying your outreach. So a lot of people will tell me that they're struggling. I'll say, okay, show me what you're doing. And they just show me a bunch of emails or they just say, I'm only cold calling or I'm just on LinkedIn or doing direct mail. The best salespeople I know do all of these things. They do uh, cold calls, emails, LinkedIn, direct mail. Sometimes they're knocking on doors. It depends what you're selling. Uh, in your territory, but you need to diversify. And the reason for that is every person is different. Everyone connects in a different way. And so you're trying to catch your prospect by the vehicle that they want to be reached out to by. So some people prefer to take a cold call and answer that and have a conversation. Some people prefer to never get a call 
and just want to read email and we'll book, e book a meeting that way. Some people prefer a less direct approach and want you know, LinkedIn and they want it to be a little bit more informal. Some people want a text message. Some people want a video. Some people want that direct mail. So um, you're trying to get people in the way that they want to be reached out to. Now, no one has a sign on their head that says, hey, I only respond to emails. I never take a cold call or I never look at my voice messages or I never read text messages from strangers. So that's why you need to try different touch points over time with people to see, you know, try to catch them in the right moment. Even if you get the right vehicle, you do email, maybe your email isn't good. Maybe you catch them right after they had a bad meeting, right after vacation and they're just deleting stuff. So a lot of this comes to chance. You need to put yourself in the best possible position to win. The sixth tip that I have is uh, show me, you know me. So the first sentence of any email or the first line of any cold call should be you know, showing that this is specifically, you're specifically reaching out to this person. Uh, it shouldn't be the same email that you can send to a thousand people. It shouldn't be the same cold call opener to a thousand people either. And it doesn't have to be this deep down research that you understand and you figure out what was their puppy's name when they were a kid in their favorite pizza restaurant and all this stuff because that's you know a little bit creepy and it's going to take you a ton of time to scroll through their LinkedIn and their Instagram and try to find all these things and they might not even ever answer the phone. But you can find things that are going on in their business uh, that maybe they're posting about it on LinkedIn. Maybe the business is posting about it on LinkedIn. You go to their website. You see some of the recent articles that they're posting the press releases, what's going on in their business that's causing you to reach out. So for example, if I am uh, reaching out about uh, helping people that have sales hiring, I might see, or an onboarding tool, I might say, hey, you know, John, see that you have 10 new SDRs starting next quarter. Uh, that prompted me to reach out because, you know, we're helping companies to do X, Y, and Z, right? So I noticed this specifically about you. Uh, if I'm making a cold call, I might say, hey, uh, Joe, you know, saw this, uh, saw that you were hiring 12 sales reps, um, you know, wanted to, to take a minute to tell you why I'm calling you specifically and why I think I can help, right? And then I'm getting into the problem. Then I'm getting into um, a lot of people tell me when they're onboarding reps that they don't have the time to get them through a curriculum. They can't train them on how to prospect and set up their time management and build the fundamentals. Great. This is where I help. I help companies with onboarding as a service, right? That's something that I do. So uh, you want to show them that you know them in some way about their business, their pain point, you know, what's going on so that you can get past the, uh, get past that first fray of people seeing, I hope all is well, hope you're doing well. Uh, I am just introducing myself. That's a delete. I don't care about that. The last tip, <clears throat> number seven, lucky number seven is a call to action. So what are we calling these people to do at the end of our email? Right, uh, and it's a little bit of different on an email and a cold call. So, at the end of an email, you want to make it simple and easy for someone to respond. So, let's start with a bad version. A bad version of a call to action is, "Hey, would you be? Uh, are you 100% against the possibility of taking a look about how our widget could potentially help scale your business by 10x next Tuesday afternoon at two o'clock?" That is a bunch of words. That's confusing. It's too direct. It's assumptive that you know you can scale my business by 10x. It's assumptive that they're free on Tuesday afternoon. The, what my replacement of that is open to a chat, right? So uh, I should have explained in the email already the idea as to how I think I can help them. So. 
the email might look like, you know, generally speaking, subject line, two to three words. First sentence, personalized. Hey, Joe, saw that you were hiring uh, you know, three SDRs next month. Space. Here's the problem that I'm seeing. Uh, the problem that I'm hearing a lot of sales leaders have is that, you know, it's really challenging for them to onboard reps and fit that into their schedule. Here's how I'm helping. I'm helping these companies by giving them an onboarding as a service to get their SDRs up to speed on how to prospect in six weeks or less so that they're ready to go and hit the phones for you. Call to action. Are you open to a chat? Interested in learning more? Is this on your radar? Things like that that are quick questions. They're easy to answer. And I'm not assuming that they are going to take a meeting. I'm, all I'm trying to do is gauge interest. So that's how I'm doing that on a cold email. If it's on a cold call, I already talked about how I might open that up and get them to you know at least explore a conversation. If I think I've, if I've hit on a nerve, if I've hit on a problem that they have, I'd say, cool, Joe. Uh, it sounds like you know, there, there's a potential here for, you know, uh, for us to help you with that problem. I'd love to get on a deeper dive to talk more about this. I know I caught you out of, out of the blue on this cold call and I don't want to eat up any more of your time. Would love to meet next week and, and get deeper into this. Do you have your calendar handy? That's my line because unless Joe is in the car, he does have his calendar handy because everyone's got their calendar on their phone, on their laptop, pretty much wherever they are. And so I'm asking a low friction question to try to land that meeting. So those are the seven tips that I have uh, for today. Hope you found this to be helpful. If you do, love if you subscribe uh, or hit me up on LinkedIn. I'm posting content like this every single day. All right.